This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day uh, as we are off and running. And we have a lot of news to talk about here as we open up the show. It is a, it's a big day. Uh, not only do we have DeMarcus Ware coming up at 4 o'clock, but we do have a proper G-Bag birthday show. Happy birthday to Lucius Alexander. Yes, sir. Happy the man of master control. Appreciate it, man. Uh, happy birthday, man. Thank it's you. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. I appreciate it. It is. It's a, And how many is this? Uh, I'm a man of a certain age. I'm not going to. Is this the dirk year? <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> I had uh, oatmeal and hard-boiled eggs for lunch. So okay. I'll let you further know I'm washed on my birthday right there. You there know you go. I mean? That's my guy. Yeah. Well, Lucius has been the man at Master Control for us here in the G-Bag Nation, I believe, since November of 2010. Okay, uh, so we salute him and appreciate him. And, and and by the way, Brian has already gotten the party started with a gift of a, a bottle of premium tequila. Okay, and so Corlejo is in here, y'all. By the way, the pimp cup is pimping right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm being tempted, but I'm not going to touch. Hey, need another bottle? Let me know. I'll yeah, get you for one. Sure. Uh, yeah, and 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 you can of, of course you know let let the gifts rain if you'd like. It it, it is history uh, during a, a G Bag Nation show that happens from time to time. We're sitting here at forty one thirty one North Central Expressway, Dallas, Texas. 75204. Happy birthday, uh, LA. It's from Constable Scott. Yo, what up, Cots? Well, a lot of them coming in. Uh, shout out Jim Rome for giving the station credit. I'm seeing a lot of that. Impossible. If, okay. No. <laughs> FM. All righty. Uh, it really uh, must be Lucius's birthday today, man. Crazy <laughs> things are happening right now. This is awesome. <laughs> well, I got a lot of stuff going on, uh, in, including in that uh, in this sports world, and that is what we open up with here. We do have Demarcus Ware joining the show at at four o'clock, so that's going to be fun as well. Mavs really struggled against Ugh. a Clippers team with no Paul George. That was disappointing. What was that, Brian? You know, <laughs> I think that describes how we all felt uh, at around halftime. Once again, the second quarters are turning into a personal nightmare. Uh, for these Mavericks and they were just blown off the court and uh, trailing by 20 points again um, so you know the Mavs are fighting an uphill battle with a, with a lot of matchups and, and last night showed that with these injuries especially things can get away from them against these talented teams in in a hurry it's just nobody could stay with Kawhi Leonard or Norman Powell and you have highly skilled players who are also very athletic I, I felt like last night you really missed guys like Josh Green and Dorian Finney-Smith you needed somebody to try to contain those dudes yeah and you have Dwight Powell get injured but the Clippers just shot the lights out of the ball specifically in the first half and Luka struggled in the first half it really took him until the fourth quarter to get going and you still have guys like Reggie Bullock who are struggling. And and we talked about this yesterday. Like, this should be the time of year where Reggie Bullock finally starts to get going. Last night, it still wasn't there. Two for seven from downtown, only had six points, and he was minus 16. 
Well, the good news is Tim Hardaway Jr. kind of balled out. That's true. Okay, I think he had 18 points. They played him extended minutes. Let's keep this train going, Broadus. I think you're trying to Dan Marino hard count me on that one, General. Come on. Because... When they when they took Hardy off the court in the last six minutes, the game were making a rally, and they took Hardy off the court and they put put Hardaway on, and all of a sudden now the Clippers extended it even more. So I, I don't it can know. Take, it can change your uh, offense I, significantly. I, yeah. I don't care about that. I'm just looking at the game log report. I'm just and saying, hey teams, look at this. Hopefully the GMs are too. Right? I, I, I get what you guys are saying. There. Points, buddy. All, all I know is I, I I hung with that game the whole way, and Luca was doing his best to bring them back. They were getting some stops. The Clippers were missing some shots, and then all of a sudden they and and they made the sub. Kid made the sub with about six minutes to go. And then everything went south again. They so, were making yeah. they were making a nice comeback. They were there. trying. It got they exciting trying. a little bit, and then man hit the back to back threes. Yeah. But you know the the most interesting thing right now is what's going to happen to this trade deadline. And these injuries might be kind of a blessing because it's 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 pushing them into losses and maybe some bad losses. They had a nice stretch, but now maybe Luca's a little bit tired again. And uh, whatever the case, you know this team's going to be significantly different if not this spring, then over the summer and in the fall and the winds of change are blowing quite significantly so hopefully these days of being undermanned uh will be gone here before too long 214 happy birthday la uh you the man uh, uh i'm so jelly says the 469 coralejo is one of the most underrated enjoy i Talk recommend Paradura platinum Talk about it. as well you don't have to go spend the 200 this is right here it's going to hit you right in the pocket and you'll wake up great in the morning like you never had tequila Oh, it's 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 got the good ingredients. It's got the great ingredients. Okay, how it's an upper, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, what, the most uh, let's crack that thing. Di- let's go. Let's crack that thing. He <laughs> says. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> First segment of the show. Let's crack that thing. <laughs> I never explored it very much because it was like one of the first times I be I was intoxicated. It was tequila, and I just I couldn't fight through it, you know, and get back into it, it which is a shame. Down, man. There's yeah. some bad tequila out there. Yeah. Oh, yes. it's real. I, it was, you know, be careful, man. Lucius, I, I noticed when uh, there's certain levels of it, though. There was like a red bottle. There's like the the blue, and then there was well, there's a white. There's the clear. white one. There's uh, the white, yeah. and then there's the blue, and then there's a red, and yeah. then there's a black yeah. bottle. Like there's some real tequila experts that can explain okay, that, I, really, yeah. but that's all about the process well, of the making one, it. I got it, the one you told me you liked. That's well, yeah. what I did. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's back here. It keeps yeah. calling my name. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> L.A. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Maybe not in the first segment of the show. You know, wait till the second or Just a little G-bag shot, dog. Come on. Yeah. Can't wait for L.A. Live. Two one four. Happy birthday, L.A. From your boy Woody. Uh, DG's tonight. He's asking. It's been so long since I've been to a strip club since before the pandemic. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been spending my money on stocks. By the way, no I money. I've been made. No I money's been made. Been tough. <laughs> uh, uh, happy uh, Happy birthday to my boy L.A. That's from Mister Nasty Time. Yeah. Anthony, the FedEx driver from Ennis. Everybody's coming in to wish L.A. a, a birthday here in the G-Bag Nation. Okay, this is a minor story, uh, but it is a, a a report out there with the Cowboys. Um, arrest warrant issued for rookie Sam Williams. TMZ Sports is uh, reporting that. Uh, accused of misdemeanor reckless driving uh, for the wreck that he was involved in. Yeah, when we initially heard that, we felt like that someone, like the, the person that he was in the wreck with, made an illegal turn or something. Yeah. It made it sound like that he was... The one that was kind of the, you know, the one that wasn't you know, innocent or he was innocent on that one. So man, it's kind of, I guess, the investigation and stuff kind of turned. But I, I know we, there's you don't anticipate any problems with that. Like the guy turns himself in, they post the bond and 
kind of away you go. Yeah, right? he's just yeah. They're they're saying it's not like they're out there like trying to find him. Yeah, they go, know where he is. Yeah, they want to go find him right him now. Like, yeah. hey, buddy, we, we need yeah. to see you real quick. Uh, yeah, I guess there's you know going to be uh, some reckless driving things for him to yeah. uh, take care of there, and hopefully it's it's lesson learned with nobody hurt too bad. Okay, um, the NFL Players Association announced the first players all pro team on wednesday i like this you know i i want more awards but it'll get oversaturated if it's multiple media awards but now you have a players association all pro team where the players get to vote on it and i'm not sure who out of the media or the players can have the most accurate all pro but i definitely appreciate the perspective only active players are eligible to vote players could not vote for themselves or their teammates Ooh, okay. They also only voted for the position group they play in. That's interesting. As well as the players they lined up against on the other side of the ball. Hmm. So you would vote for other offensive linemen and other defensive linemen. Or maybe other edges, just other edges if you're a tackle. This is good. All players were eligible for votes as long as they did not miss five games, uh, five or more games as of week 15 of the season. So unfortunately, uh, Dak ineligible, you know, despite his terrific season. Um, and the big news, I think, right, Wolchuk, is that Micah Parsons was not one of the two edge rushers. The players gave it to Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett. Is that a mistake? I think it is. Uh, and, and Nick Bosa is going to be on here, right? Nick Bosa probably ended up surpassing Micah Parsons for defensive player of the year. I think that, uh, with, with Mike ended, ending up slowing down on that sack total, which I know very, very well, he probably end up ended up getting eclipsed. But Mike is my deep boy. I don't know how in the world Micah doesn't end up being an all-pro. And maybe this is just because people didn't know, all right, should he be a linebacker or should he be an yeah. edge rusher? But I think he's got, I mean, when you look at kind of where he played this year, and if it's players that had to go up against him, he's an edge rusher. So I, I think, and, and it's, I mean, look, it's, it's something against Miles Garrett. He's deserving. He's a fantastic player. But I think you've got to have Micah Parsons on your all-pro team. Parsons became a full-time pass rusher this season. 89% of his pass snaps rushed to the passer, and that did not take away the efficiency. Remember, last year his, his efficiency from getting after the passer was unbelievable, but he didn't have as much volume as the everyday rusher. This year he's got the volume and he's got the efficiency. He, he led edge rushers in pressure pressures, rate yeah. and the uh, the win rate stuff. Yeah. So And no pass rusher created quick pressure more often than Parson did. Um, so he's, I still think, and I get it, don't get me wrong, Miles Garrett's a monster beast, same with Nick Bosa. It's tough because they're all studs, but I think Parsons 100% deserves it. Uh, the linebackers, one of them was Fred Warner. Do you guys have the list in front of you? Who yes. the other two are, please? So the off-ball linebackers, Fred Warner and Roquan Smith. Oh, Roquan Smith. Totally and, fair. And that's both fine, guys are right? Because I, Roquan I don't Smith, think you vote. he turned the Ravens' defense around when he made that trade. He absolutely did, and I don't yeah. think you vote Mike in as a linebacker. I think he's yeah. got to be an edge rusher, and I think you replace Miles Garrett with Micah Parsons. And Miles Garrett, a local guy, we got a lot of love for him from Arlington Martin, but Micah Parsons deserved to be on there. Yeah, he did. Probably the the players looking at the stats, like where's the sack rankings? Because I think he had two and a half more sacks Boom. than Micah Parsons. 100%. You know, 16 looks better than 13 and a half. I, I could see that, and I would not expect the players to get into the the analytics or, or whatever. Patrick Mahomes, your first-team quarterback, Brian. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys, more respect for player vote or for I don't know media vote? It's really, it's really difficult because sometimes you're a little too close to it, and it's buddy stuff, and this is... The, but and, they can't vote but, for their teammates. Yeah, they can't vote. That's what They have to vote yeah. for their position group and the guys they line up against. Yeah. So there's like a specific scouting that goes into that. Obviously, you're only scouting, what, 12 of the 31 other teams? Yeah. 
So it's not perfect on that either. I think the media has a better like broad view of it and better resources for finding out, you know, things like pressure rate. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I certainly think, like it though. There's yeah. it, it it is it's a really cool thing that the players are doing. Awesome. Their perspective yeah. is probably the single best perspective yes. you could get, I would think. On what they on what they know. On what they know. Yes, right. right. On the other teams, I'd probably go with the media. Like if you didn't play that team, I would probably favor the media. But I, I think the players voting on themselves with what they know, it's I think yes, I totally agree with that point. It's significantly more nuanced and, and, and advanced as far as the perspective. I think it's it's awesome that they're doing it. I'd probably lean the players and I think that you can say that there's bias both ways. I mean, we talk about the media and the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and there's you could probably like the friends thing I think is a great point. There's probably some bias that goes into the media relationship with some of these guys as well. But I, I'd probably always side more like the players are going up against these guys. They, yeah. they know what it's like in terms of the week of preparation, what it's like to have to block them, uh, and vice versa. You know, yeah. go up against these offensive tackles. I'd always lean with the players in these type of situations. Yeah, and they they can see the attention to detail and the techniques of their of their peers when they're watching the games. They're watching their peers, and they can see like, oh my gosh, this guy is such a tacti- uh, tactician, or he's able to get to the next level so quickly. And those are things that I think most media members are not going to notice. Okay. Um, Justin Jefferson and Devonnie Adams are your wide receivers. Travis Kelsey's your tight end. Uh, running backs, Josh Jacobs. Hell of a bounce back year for Josh Jacobs. Really was. Uh, Joel Batonio, the left guard. Uh, Trent Williams, the the left tackle. You do have Zach Martin coming in here at right guard, along with Lane Johnson and, and uh, Jason Kelsey. There of the uh, of the Eagles, and then the other cowboy is uh, Kevonte Turpin. Um, so congratulations to him for uh, getting that recognition. I, I think he's going to get a couple of different awards this offseason. The Giants signed former Cowboys wide receiver James Washington to the practice squad. I guess they need wide receivers more than the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, but they, the thing with Washington is they, it was really clear when he didn't practice from the OTAs and the mini camps, and then he didn't really play the whole entire season, that his spot was probably, and once they started looking for Odell Beckham and others, his fate was pretty much sealed there. They knew they knew that they weren't going to be able to use that guy. All righty. Uh, the Bears GM is saying he has to be blown away to take a quarterback at number one. Do you think he will be? I think that he will. Uh, I think that he will listen to every trade scenario possible. I think that's where you know. I. I. I to me personally, I. If I think if you get the if you get Fields help at offensive line and maybe some skill, maybe a, you know wide receiver one or two. You know, I man, he to me, he proved a lot to me. He proved how tough he was, the way they run the ball with him. You know, maybe it's not long for the career for, uh, you know, his health or anything like that. But, man, he is such a weapon, you know, to play. I, I just think if he had more skill, he could probably develop as a passer. And if he had better protection, he probably could throw the ball better too. Yeah, I think, I, and and that's where your development the, will come. The Bears right. are primed, bro. They 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 can do whatever they want here. They're in it's such a great, a great position. They have all the all the leverage in the world, all the resources. They can well, and they have a choice. Do I like yeah. my young quarterback on a rookie deal now, or do I like another one even more? Either way, you win. Either way, I'm trading Justin Fields and taking a quarterback at one, or I'm keeping Justin Fields and I'm trading down and getting even more picks to build around Justin Fields. And as you said, for the next two, three years, him as just a runner is enough to completely take over. Yeah, if I'm Chris Ballard, who's at Indianapolis, who's really screwed up these quarterback things, I'm I'm on thin ice up there anyway. I'm just mortgaging and going. Because if you if you don't make it and you you're gonna get fired if you don't win up there. So might as well, you know, if it's if you if you try 
and you are successful, you keep your job. Uh, if you don't, then you're probably going to get fired in that those lost picks or someone else's Hey, man, if I'm Ryan Pace, I'm hoping somebody falls in love with Bryce Young, which I think could happen. Yeah. Spencer Rattler is returning to South Cackalack for another season. <laughs> he, never wants, he never wants to leave college. That kid. He, oh, I, yeah. I, I think probably make pretty good money there. I think what happened there, too, I think he's got a Mercedes people that sponsor him there. Good for him. The, the, I think that's the he situation. Just, he heard from the advisory committee, and yeah. they were talking about him as a day three guy. He's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Christian Pulisic, he is good, but he's going to be out a couple of months there with uh, the recent knee injury for Chelsea. So, uh, tough break for mm. for uh, him and and Chelsea. Um and there you have what's uh, what's cracking here in the world of sports as we open up this Wednesday with you in the G Bag Nation. We do have a little bit of Cowboys Twitter coming up next. Then the G Bag of the day here on uh, 1053 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, nation. It's time now for some Cowboys Twitter here. Top tweets going viral about America's team segments brought to you by the Frankels. If you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankels, 214-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. We start with Peyton Russell, who was on this uh, the board this morning for Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Is that what we're officially calling it now? Hey, Sean, yeah, Sean, RJ, and Bobby, Sean, RJ, and Bobby. That's how he says it. Sean says it that in the morning when you listen, yeah. Yeah, it's a good listen. Um, So, uh, you know, Michael Irvin was on, and uh, he had the take. I would take Dak over anybody in the NFC right now on which quarterback he would rather have in the NFC playoffs. The quarterback uh, rankings in the playoffs are a big topic across sports radio today. Michael Irvin weighed in. 
So take Dak at the top of the NFC. How about you, Chief? Where's Dak in your NFC uh, rankings? Man, I'll tell you what. I was surprised to hear him say that. I mean, I don't know how you could you could watch uh, what you just saw and and not think Brady in the playoffs. Like even just going into this game right now, you're telling me we feel all confident that just the two quarterbacks going toe to toe were taking Dak Prescott? No way. Over We've, the goat? Yeah. Like there's 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 no chance, right? So was that uh, that was peak Michael Irvin? You think? Yeah, I mean, he's he's obviously writing, and he admitted, he's like, hey, this is the matchup I wanted. He doesn't, and I think he's looking at it a little bit differently. He's probably looking at it about what Brady has to work with and, and the way their offense has worked this year, and it really hasn't been that great. Brady, I think, is still very, very good and lethal, and he's what is keeping me up all week long uh, in you know it, heading into this game. It's all Brady that scares me. There's yep. no way I trust Dak over Brady in this particular matchup. And then you start getting to the other quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, with the way he's running the ball, I'd probably rather have that. Like in, in just a couple of games sample, a guy who can run all over you, assuming his health, I'd I'd probably rather have that. Yeah, assuming he's healthy, I'd rather have Hurts at this point. I don't think if he's not going to run, I don't think I want him more than Dak. No, if he's not going to run, I'm 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 just guessing with the bye week and everything with with it being playoffs, like he's going to be running all over the place. Now, if he's not, then yeah, I would rather have Dak in sure. that scenario. But I'd certainly there is no scenario in which I'd rather have Dak over Brady. No, like th- this is has me feeling like I did leading into that Green Bay game where it's you're playing Aaron Rodgers, you're going on the road, and even though that was a pack team that's not better than you and everyone's saying hey they've lost five games in a row that's an easy win it's Aaron Rodgers and that's a boogeyman you've never been able to conquer it's kind of how I'm feeling about going into Tampa Bay against the Bucks. you're not you, you just played arguably your worst game of the season outside of week one against that same same Tampa Bay team and if indeed they are getting Vita Vea back and they're starting to get healthy uh, that creates a little bit of an issue because all of a sudden now you're not running the football well. So, yeah, I'd go Brady. Then I would take Dak if Hurts is not healthy, which he wasn't last week. And after the game, him and his head coach admitted he was playing really hurt. So if Hurts is healthy, I'd go Brady, Hurts, Dak. Otherwise, I'd go Brady, Dak, Hurts. I eliminated veteran quarterbacks. I said no to Seattle, no to Tampa, no to Minnesota because I'm thinking about my future. So I went, yes, on San Francisco, I would rather have their quarterback. Yes, on Philadelphia, no on the Giants is how Mm. I broke that thing. You'd rather have Brock Purdy long-term? Yeah, I would. What about for this playoff, though? Uh, For this playoff, though, I think that this playoff, I would take San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, and no to everybody else. Yeah, I think you add Brock Purdy. Wow, that's interesting. So I'm you not think adding has, Brock Purdy. Yes, Mister Irrelevant has better tools than Dak. What are you saying here? I just feel like that when you look at Brock Purdy, when you watch him play, you know it, the, the the weapons that he has around him is great. But the kid has mobility. He has accuracy. He's tough. Obviously, as a leader, every time you hear an interview with the San Francisco, and same thing with Dak. Everybody, everybody talks about Dak's toughness and all that. But I think you're talking about a quarterback that he doesn't turn the ball over. He's accurate. He's mobile. He could do everything. He, he's, he hadn't lost a game yet. I mean, maybe we're in the situation like Ben Roethlisberger or those others. Dak went, what, 11 games his, his rookie year yeah. and, and didn't lose a game? You know? I mean, that there's something to that. But, okay. you know, mm. do you feel like Dak has gotten better? Yeah. I mean, I, I think today if we weren't ta- – if you didn't have the interceptions, if you didn't have the interceptions – we wouldn't be. We'd be talking about Dak Prescott a lot more positively, and this list might be different for a lot of if, other people. If I didn't have what I just saw in Washington, I'd be talking about Dak a lot more positively. Yeah, then we might be saying Dak. We would take Dak, and the only reason we're, we're leaning Brady is because of the resume and in the history. There, it's hmm. not necessarily what Brady's done this year. Okay, what are his uh, numbers? Did he had the most completions in the NFL this year? Right, he, he had did. the most attempts as well. Yeah, 
Because they, know, they, they can't game run, season, I think he broke the, the record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. throwing the ball a lot. Hey, guys, Cowboys fan living outside of Philly. Just found 105 through the fan on Odyssey, says the 908. Salute to you, sir. Welcome. And and thanks for checking us out there. You can also watch us on Twitch and, yeah. and YouTube if you'd like to do that. Uh, 972 says, I'd take Dak over all those guys, too, if he goes back to using his legs more. I would take him if he wouldn't just randomly throw the ball to the other team. You know, yeah, I th- I think that will resolve itself. He has I mean, a pretty he, long career of not doing sixes that. How has this guy thrown this year? Three or four, more than that, I think. Even more than that. Yeah. How about how about those four? What five? do you have on Geno Smith? I mean, he led the league in completion percentage by one and a half percent. Yeah, you know what? What? No, what, Geno's had a great year. What, when the, you when you look at the passing offense of the Seahawks, it peaked in Week Four okay. and then was consistently in the fifty to. 70th percentile of the season for the most part and at times below 50 uh so i would say it was a really really good start it had some highs and then it took advantage of some some good some good moments where you're playing the rams that have nobody playing on the field and stuff like that and even in those games towards the end of the season you didn't ever see week four passing game seattle was never duplicated again interesting thank you sir and then obviously Kirk cousins i mean i consider him around in a tie with Dak you know he can be really good he can play some average to pro bowl level football I think fairly consistently um but you know I just I would I would much rather have Dak on my team than Kirk Cousins when it when it comes to the leadership and the athleticism and the other stuff I'll definitely give Dak the edge there but at times it's pretty close you know Kirk Cousins can put together some pretty good stuff the Panthers have requested permission to interview Cowboys OC Kellen Moore for their head coach opening you know, he's been underwhelming in interviews. I don't expect him to get a job. I don't, I don't think know. he's done a good enough job. I think or built that's a enough. hell of a fit, Gavin. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point, Wolchuk. I, I'm I certainly mean, pulling for him. I'll I'd stand hate, down. I hate to see him go, but I'd love to see him walk away. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, who do you think would be on their short list, Brian? Do you think Kellen Moore's a legit candidate for this? I think that everybody is interviewing young offensive coaches. They see these guys on the sidelines like it's Cincinnati and the guys that you know, the Chargers and stuff like that. I kind of feel like that's the direction that teams are going. Maybe they don't want coaches that potentially have uh, any uh, any baggage or experience with them, I don't think. I think people are just like, listen, let me try and mold this guy to how I want him to be, and they're probably first-time head coaches come cheaper. You're paying a coach a lot of money not to be there anymore. All righty, thank you, gentlemen. It is time now here, as we do every day at 2.30, to take a listen to the best audio for the world of sports. It's the G-Bag of the Day with Lucius on his birthday. Hey, man, shout-out to Peyton Russell. As soon as you said his name, I started thinking about his mustache. <laughs> it's hysterical to me. Yeah. It's so old school cartoon villain. Yeah. Looks like he's about to tie a lady to the train tracks after this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I like that mustache on you, Peyton. I ain't lying, bro. It's a struggle. Yeah, it uh, is. It's a hell of a struggle. Bro, I'm, I'm it about is to nasty. See, I'm, about I'm, to sh- just be I'm about to show you one of the greatest pictures you've ever seen, Lucius. And it is, uh, it is Peyton at his brother's wedding in Ireland in a great suit and he's just repping the stash and it is just disgusting i love it that's the description ah the guy with the mustache you know (laughs) i got is that what that is i'm about to as a matter of fact i'm gonna send it to carter and i'm gonna have carter put this picture of peyton on the twitch right because it's about to be hilarious everybody's got to see this that's great thinking all right day two right here for the spanish call of dj shart a shark. Yeah. Shark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah he's still in a deal for the Lions over the Packers this past weekend. completo. Game over. Game over. Con DJ Chuck. DJ Chuck. 
yeah. He got that oh, Resposado in there with him, too. <laughs> did he say how money was that play, Hard. Spanish speakers, he, there at the end? How money? I believe he did. Wow. That's what it sounded like to me. Let's, let's listen to it again. Yeah. That little part. How about that? Con DJ Chuck. Da, 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 hey, da, hey. DJ Chuck. Da, 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 DJ Chuck. Que manera de cerrar el partido. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think. Yeah. I'd like to think that's. What I he hope said. you're right. How money was that game? Maybe. Yeah. I think I so. Know. I hope you're right. If you we were in Spanish it. class, I would have cheated off of you because you sound real confident. I took it serious. It was one of the classes I took serious. Okay. I didn't remember any of it, but I, I think I caught that. Remember, I took it twice and failed the, the second time. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> she just shook her head at me. She was like, oh, my gosh, Mr. Alexander. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about this? The airlines, huh? Oh, dude. Are they all canceled today okay. still? They got back to going. They the, got back the to FFA going. canceled our, their plans? We lost our computer for a yeah. bit, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. They were all but grounded and everything. Yeah, they're all grounded. Oh. That's wild. Yikes. Uh, yeah, here's Southwest Airlines uh, <laughs> carry-on baggage policy right here. If you haven't seen this, go viral. Find that empty seat next to you. Guys, we've done an extensive study here at Southwest, and we found out that Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Kate Spade, Michael Kors, Dolce Gabbana, Prada bags, Coach bags, Chanel bags, and Dooney and Birds, they can fit underneath the seats in front of you. And if they were real, you wouldn't be flying Southwest to begin with. So. <laughs> wow. Okay, they're saying it was uh, it was what a way to end the game. That was an incredible nominee. What a though. way to end the game. Yeah. Well, these Southwest guys would have failed. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, we both failed. We're out of there. I wouldn't even know which one I got wrong either. <laughs> I felt so good turning which it one? in. Can you show me your work on this, Lucius? Maybe we can figure it out together. Uh, how about this? RJ and Choppy show. The playmaker was on there. I know we're gonna play some audio from him later. They asked him, "What's the difference between grass and turf?" It's been a lot of conversation this week. What is the difference in grass versus turf? Uh, Cowboys are one and four on grass this year. They've been they've struggled since 2017. Uh, how different is it for a turf team to go play on grass? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I don't buy that. I play my best on on, on natural surfaces. Let me correct that yeah. word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, I played my best on grass. Yeah. Some, of that ain't, some of that ain't natural, Mike. Some of that stuff ain't natural. Right, right. Synthetic turf. Talk to him. Oh, that's guy's true, too, right? That guy's true, too. That's epic, dude. That's beautiful. That might be the top Michael Irvin moment, and they've been having him on for a long time. He caught himself, boy. I'm telling you. You see it coming, too. He's like, oh, oh, say it, Mike. Please say it. Man, the Roger Emmerich fat-ass sack of weed and the Newey Scruggs, that's weed, might have just got its third amigo. That's fat-ass sack of weed. I just think he's a lousy. It was a six-finger lid. (laughs) Yeah, baby. You're fired. Every commentary I've written, if, if I'm not, <laughs> I could do that all day, bro. Just sit there. And people would listen to it, too. What else was in that bank? It's yeah. yeah, like 48 drops in there, y'all. That's a whole 16 minutes of a segment. Yeah, Dale uh, Hansen does not apologize. Yeah, you yeah. can ask the lovely Mrs. Hansen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> shout out to Michael Irvin and shout out to Frostbite. Yeah. That's weed. That's weed. <laughs> all right, what else we got on deck here, y'all? Uh, Sharon. Sharon got called out at a funeral. Oh, my music. Sharon. Hold on. By the way, the, the picture of Peyton okay. has been sent to Carter Freeman. 
Um, he doesn't have an an- or he he has an Android, so I don't know if he got it. Uh, but Carter, I hope don't you be got funny, this bro. picture. Don't be funny, bro. Don't do that. that you two no, Android users right now. He respects now. his own privacy. Carter's got his <laughs> hands up like now. Wow. What's going on, bro? Carter catching strains. <laughs> All right, Sorry, back Carter. to Sharon. Back to Sharon at a funeral. Uh, Sharon got called out at a funeral. Um. She was stealing from a dead man, basically. You know, let's be respectful to the dead man. Hallelujah, Father. I know you did your work right here, and there's a blessing somewhere in this. But Sharon called out, got called out uh, at the funeral. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know what to do. And they say, Lord, help me. Did you say help me, Sharon? Oh, oh, I know. Did you say help me? Did you tell Dennis that you stole his money? Oh, Wait a minute. Did you tell me why you stole all his money? Wow. Janice was feeling loose, sounds like. Janice. <sighs> she said, I'm going to tell the truth. Y'all up here lying and capping. I'm going to tell the damn truth. Wow. I know that after the dinner, you know, like after the funeral, you have a dinner. You know it was awkward in that joint. Yeah. 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 Where is Sharon? Sharon, how much did you steal? Let me see some receipts, Sharon. <laughs> I bet Sharon had the boogie after this. The I got to go. Yeah, yeah, it's really go. time to go. Grandma on the opioids. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you can hear something. Yeah. Is it DJ Chark, the Spanish call TD Lions over Packers, Southwest Airlines? Uh, flight guy. Uh, you got Choppy asking Michael Irvin the difference of grass and turf. He plays his best on grass. He'd like hey. to, you know. And Sharon was called out at a funeral. Yeah, it's it's Choppy and the playmaker for me, Chief. False oh, bite. One, no, no, no question about it. It's the playmaker. Lucius. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, man. Frostbite all day to the playmaker, dog. <laughs> and shout out to the Capricorns. It's the goat season. Huh. Uh, Woolchuck. Find the 88. Playmaker. Yeah, absolutely. By a score of 5-0 and perhaps on his way to five-time status. He'd be the first to pull that off in 2023. That's a strong nominee. Oh, yeah. we got to run that 2022 G-Bag of the Year. Yeah, we got to run that back at some point before July. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. I will. uh, Or before March. I'll take a break in March. I'll compile the fives and uh, and, and send you an email. And there was an extra one at the end when you went to... On vacation, wherever you went, like to the oh, mountains. Oh, there was. Yeah. Okay. He was in yeah. the mountains, bro. Yeah, we were up there about 4,000 square feet. I know you were. You was there. Yeah. Okay, we got to go. When we come back, it's time for Krusty's Corner here with Brian Broaddus. Where are we heading, sir? Yeah, I took a look at the Buccaneers. We'll talk about that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan, and it's time now for a little bit of Krusty's Corner. Here he is, King of the Krusties, Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh... Had an opportunity to take a look at the Buccaneers last night since uh, went back and actually watched the week one game to kind of try and figure out some things offensively that the Bucs were doing. How bad did that hurt, man? Um, it's always interesting because you when you go back and watch a game, because you watch so many games, you know, as you go through the 17 weeks and you're you're trying to remember, okay, what happened here? What happened there? You know, and I, I don't I don't tend to like when I'm studying a team try and go too far back, but when you play the team, 
you want to see what what did they have success the way the way that the Buccaneers won that football game is was their ability to run the ball and they did it with they did it with movement of their offensive line. It really wasn't the stuff that was. And what's different about this game this week, though, too, will be with Hankins in there. You know, Hankins playing will not allow them to. They didn't have great success running the football inside on you. Everything was like with the pulls. They figured out that they they figured out that the we we talk about the perimeter runs, but the whole thing. This is where the start, like the downfall, a little bit for Diggs was, mm-hmm. where all of a yeah. sudden the, the soft corner. This was what sh- what was able to people were watching the tape and they're like, wow, this corner's really not interested in playing today, or he's not interested in being a part of the run. What the Buccaneers did was they did a really good job of getting their guys out on the perimeter, their blockers. So what ha- you know, Dorrance Armstrong making you know really one of his you know like you know now is he's it's no Randy Gregory he's having to make the start now he's in the game and now he's getting blocked. You know, and, and, and I think the thing you have to hope is if you're a Cowboy fan, I think you're better in the perimeter runs. I think that Hankins helps you in the middle. And I think he helps you because it allows Van Der Esch to run. Right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the key. The, the teams that I watch, the Cincinnati's and the San Francisco's and the people like that, the Cincinnati game, Tampa played perfectly for, for the first half. They were up 17 nothing, And all of a sudden, Brady threw an interception. Then he had a couple of fumbles. Then they had a uh, what really kind of set it off. They had a fourth and one, and they tried to fake punt. You know, like I mean, the the, the ball hit you know Gino Bernard, and, and it was on the ground, and the Cincinnati recovered and got points. But the the it, if you watch how if you watch how uh, Tampa Bay was trying to attack those people, it really was that they struggled. It was it was not the perimeter stuff that they were doing. They really try and kind of run the ball straight ahead. And then when they did get a run, like a toss to the left or toss to the right, the teams, like I was talking about, the 49ers, they were able to get linebackers in place, and then they make they make Leonard Fournette stop. They make him. So he's not really getting to go. He's not getting the momentum going downhill. And this is where I think Hankins really, really helps you in this game because he's going to take blockers with him. Hankins is, you know, and I, and I'll tell you what, a guy that played pretty well in that game that uh, that's kind of played well for you last week was Osa Odigizua. Yeah. So with with the struggles that Tampa's having with their offensive line, with them having to move guys around, the shuffling at center, the shuffling at guard a little bit, Hankins, I'm I'm I'm, I'm he will help you a lot in this game because that again that'll allow that'll allow that uh, the linebackers to be able to run in this game. I think the Cowboys to have success have got to get Anthony Barr off the field in this game. I don't think they could, even though running the ball at Anthony Barr, he plays well, but if the it turns into that perimeter game, then it he he can't get to the outside. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you with, with Van Der Esch coming back. That's it. I'm, how taking, much is, I'm taking Barr off the field. So how much is that going to now help Damone Clark being able to kind of get back over well, he, more of a natural spot for yeah, him. Yeah, it's more of a natural spot, but it's more of having Van Der Esch on the field with him, telling him, "All right, hey, yeah, this is what here's what's coming. You know, be ready, be ready. Go it takes back." Takes just a little bit of pressure off him. Yeah, it does. It takes the pressure off him. You know, but you know, and now that Clark has played enough games, but those games he played without Van Der Esch, you could tell he wasn't as good of a player. But you're gonna need you're gonna need Clark in, in this football game. You're gonna need Van Der Esch to be really big. I think the Cowboys as a secondary tackle a little bit better now. 
I still worry about them going after the dig side of the field. But I think your defensive ends are better playing the run. Your linebackers better playing the run. And you got that, that, that big guy in the middle to kind of contain the run. Okay, that takes that out of that. Are you moving to safety up most of the game, or are you worried about your Wilson, second corner getting picked Wilson, on? Wilson, Wilson. You know, the thing about it is, if you, I, I go ahead and put Wilson down in this thing. I think the, I think the Buccaneers are going to try. Now, the, the problem you run into, how much, how much coverage does Wilson really play in? You know, yeah. it's more a hooker that plays in coverage if they're going to shield. I would consider this. I think, I think the guy that you need to worry about for the Buccaneers in this game is Chris Godwin. I, I, yeah. We talk about Mike Evans. Julio Jones killed you in this game because of the jet sweeps and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was a problem. And we've seen the Cowboys in the Jacksonville game. They had problems with the jet sweeps. They weren't able to react quick enough, though. So, to me, I, but I, I do worry about Chris Godwin in this game. Just because you look at the number of passes that Brady throws to him. Oh, it's all day, man. Screens I, yeah. and short slants. It's a lot of underneath it's stuff. Absolutely. A lot of stuff but he's like tough. that. Yeah. No, he is. They, but they don't throw the ball down the field because of it. Now, again, they could take shots, but their protection, they're one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to long yard, converting on long yardage on third down. Mm-hmm. They just don't have time. You know, now, I, I might consider traveling digs with Chris Godwin in this game. And then taking my chances with the others and seeing, you know, because I don't think that Mike Evans is the most, was the games I watched is always as consistent as Chris Godwin. I think with Brady, and I think Brady knows that. I think Brady throws Chris Godwin the ball knowing that, okay, I can convert with this guy. Mike Evans is open. But there's also those misses and those drops and stuff like that. You see that happen. But if, if you're Brady right now and you, you see a quarterback like Josh Dobbs going down the sideline, or yeah, that's, you that, see Sam Howell I'm sure going down I'm the sure sideline. We're sure going to see Mike Evans going down I'm sure the gonna, sideline. I'm sure you're going to see a shot. And even if it's only two or three times, yeah. they could be backbreaking. Yeah. Well, it, we'll see. We'll see. Like I say, they the in talking to some folks in Jackson, excuse me, in Tampa this morning, they're really, really worried about Donovan. The matchup with Donovan Smith, the left tackle. Against Micah Parsons. He's been banged up, right? Yeah, he has been hurt, but they and Parsons worried. crushed him. In week one, Parsons, they're worried that they could get a repeat of that. Well, he gave Worf's fits, too. Yeah, that, but that's but when that was a fresher Micah Parsons. Let's see. True. But, but, but he's still playing like a beast. Yeah. I mean, he is. He yeah. is. He's yeah. still a massive problem. Oh, he was getting tons of pressure yeah. last Sunday. Total yeah. total disruptor still. Yeah, well, that's they're worried. They're worried about Donovan Smith, that left tackle. So keep an eye on on that for sure. And what's uh, what's going on there? Okay, on the defensive side of the ball here, you know this is where this is where to me I feel like that the Cowboys going back and watching that game and then watching some of the teams that were that have had some success. The 49ers. now the 49ers are a team that can run the ball. We all know that, mm-hmm. but the way the 49ers did it, it wasn't a smoke and mirrors thing. It was can you put your your tackle and your guard together and push that downline, or or occupy. Can you occupy Hicks, or can you occupy Vita Vea? And then if you get that done, then that's where the backs have a little bit of chance. The linebackers, they the 49ers ran through this this team pretty well with with Christian McCaffrey, but everything was really quick hitting. It, mm. there, was no, there was no hesitation. It was it was seal the down guy and then just attack the hole as quickly as you can. And they were able to get through and then, you know, make some positive yards. When you went back and watched the Dallas game from week one, Ezekiel Elliott had a similar 
type of a game. They just went away from the run. Yeah. They just started throwing the ball, and then what happened is Dak got worse and worse as the game. He started throwing the traffic more. The interception to, to uh, Winfield was an awful throw. But they went, they, I would not be surprised if Dallas tries to run, really legitimately tries to run the football. Now, I'm not saying you have to run it on first down. I know everybody's freaking out about that. Yeah. But they, they had some plays that were blocked pretty well. And that's even with McGovern out of the game. That's Farniak playing in the game right, right now. Yeah. So, you know, uh, McGovern went and out the first second. game for Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, like I say, I, I wouldn't be just totally scared to death of trying to run the football against these guys, but I think you have to be mindful of when you're trying to run this. Yeah, absolutely. But, but who, Zeke averaged 5.2 yards a carry. Who else did the Cowboys have in that game? Terrence Steele. They did have Terrence Steele. Yeah. Well, but it was one of Terrence Steele's worst games. That was it a was. game he had he all he had the legal motion game. penalties. No, and, I, but was he was he terrible at run blocking in the game well, they, too? They, on top of all those things, the, the thing that they were able to do is I think that the, as a line they did a great job of like I was talking about securing guys and just attacking as quickly as they could. That's I think because there were those cutback lanes. They haven't had the cutbacks in these these last several games. They haven't had anything. They haven't Front had side, anything, backside, anything is all terrible. okay. The the thing about it is I kind of feel like though in this game too. When the cornerback Carlton Davis, Dallas in that first game, they did. I thought they did a good job of knocking down balls in this game. You know, they and then and that and it happened to Logan Ryan, Carlton Davis. Those guys all were able to get knocking down passes and stuff. But they also had guys open. They had Dak missing a lot of throws there. But if you're going to go after a guy, I think Carlton Davis is a guy. This group tends to play off coverage, so they give you kind of stuff underneath. So if the ball could get out quick. Those quick seven, eight yard routes. Maybe you get some run after catch there. CD Lamb yet, God. That's what I would. That's what I would hope for in this game right there. But I wouldn't be afraid of trying to run the football. I think you could attack the secondary a little bit better uh, than than you know if Dak. He can't play as bad as he played in in, in no. this game again this thing, week. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you, Brian. Not Thank if they want to win. Unfortunately, yeah. we saw yeah. last Sunday he's very capable of playing that poorly again. But I, I do wonder, they probably didn't double CD a bunch in that game. I don't no. know, but they, no. they they probably will this time around. I think they'll they'll definitely keep an eye on him for sure. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Brian. Uh, great content there. Krusty's Corner every afternoon, 240 right here on 105.3. The fan you hear from the former Cowboy Scout NFL executive. He did once help the Eagles have a hell of a draft. How many Pro Bowlers you get out of that draft? Five? Four, uh, four out of six. Yeah. Four out of six Pro Bowlers. There, Boom. he nailed it. And he uh, he broadcasts with you every afternoon here in the nation two to seven. Okay, uh, when we come back, we are we're now heading for the three o'clock hour, guys. Key matchup to watch in every playoff game. What is the key matchup for Cowboys and Buccaneers? And we'll take a look at the other big matchups here coming up next in the G Bag Nation. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.